Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. First off, I would like to say welcome back my SBCs, my sisters and brothers in Christ, regardless if you saved or not, what's up? And shout out to all of my listeners and newcomers for joining the Reach Hangout for another week. Like, hey y'all. This conversation today spans from a past episode I released on August 16, 2021 of last year called Family Trauma. In that episode, <laughs> I kind of breezed through the topic and got the formal gist of toxicity and the family claiming it would be revisited to have a more in-depth conversation. Though, honestly speaking, y'all, I low-key dreaded circling back to this topic because I was worried and honestly wasn't as confident as I am now to just walk in my unapologetic truth, all right? And hopefully it will enlighten you when dealing with toxicity and your family, friends, relationships, etc. I feel like everything that I'm about to give you guys is a nugget that you can take away. Like, chew it like a piece of meat. Whatever you don't like, spit out the bomb. But whatever you receive, receive it. So let's grab our beverage of choice and settle in because it's about to go down when we are talking about today's topic. Y'all ready? Interrupted peace. I'm going to say it again for the people in the back. Interrupted peace. So I'm going to give y'all a minute so y'all can, you know, if you're driving, turn the volume up. Or if you're a parent trying to quiet down the kid, I'm going to give y'all a minute. Go ahead, y'all. I'm going to give y'all a minute. Okay, I'm assuming we done. I know that was a quick minute, but I'm just so happy and eager to start um, today's episode. So that being said, let's hop right into it. Okay, so for years, my parents have always instilled in me family core values, especially within the household stating that all you have is family at the end of the day, basically defusing the situation and encouraging us to reconcile any issues as siblings, which, you know, I am very grateful for now because it has really played a big factor in me and my siblings life and relationships, understanding that even though we may fuss, fight or have differences of opinions, we are family and we love each other and should be enough and big enough to apologize to one another to to heal with one another and to move on from any situation that could be or was causing a rift between us. However, that connection can always be expanded to your outside family. Who is outside family? I'm talking about that so-called church family, your cousins, your aunts, your uncles, your close friends, etc. And sometimes it could be in-house family. It don't always have to be outside family as well. It could be your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, whoever. And you know, I'm so tired of hearing the words, we are blood or family to validate the toxicity that becomes evident every time I allow them or allow that person or whoever in my space. There has been a cause in my life where I have been abused verbally and encountered close physical abuse from this so-called family. When I became older, I made the conscious decision of how important my peace was to me and who I would let into my space. And don't get me wrong, 
because I'm not bashing nobody. Don't get me wrong, because I really do have compassion when it comes towards my family. But at the end of the day, if you become a repeat offender of toxicity, I'm out. You got all my chips. You got all my playing cards. I ain't got nothing else to do with you. Blood may be thicker than water, but that's not good enough for me. That's not a good enough reason. Like, we're going to decide to keep an anchor of negativity in our life. Like, make it make sense, you know? Every time I get into a place in my life of comfort and alignment, here comes this so-called family interrupting my peace. And, you know, when I was younger, I was blinded to it because when you're younger, you don't really know, like, family secrets and what people got going on because you're a child. You know, they always tell you stay in a child's place. They kick you out the room when they're having adult conversations. In my generation, this younger generation... And that's a different story. But in my generation, that's what happened. So the older I got, my eyes were more open and I was more observant. And I saw one's true character. I saw people's true characters and morals and values. And it became loud and clear to me. And I did not long for big family dinners or relatives coming together and smiling like the aroma of toxicity isn't in the room because it was. Um, I don't care if you're my cousin, my aunt, my uncle or whoever, because at the end of the day, I'm going to choose my peace. I have decided to better myself in my life and that entails me choosing my peace. So the connections that I have tried to make in the past are no longer desired in my future. Years of waiting for an apology or apologies of the corruption of venom that was sprayed on my life has yet to be made. But funny enough, y'all, I'm okay with it. But I will say this, stop using the line where family to connect us because it's like an umbilical cord that needs to be cut at birth. You keep trying to latch on, you keep trying to hold on, but it's time to cut the cord. You know, it is okay to continue life without having relative connections. Don't beat yourself up because you're outside looking in at other people's families and other people's things and saying, well, dang, they family hang out every weekend or they're best friends with their cousins. I'm not best friend with my cousins or, you know, whatever the case scenario may be, because at the end of the day, it will all work out in your favor. And honestly speaking, the place that I am currently with my peace, God has given me a stronger bond with people that I'm not even related to or call my so-called kin. Like, it's just the in-between the lines thing. Like, dang, you treat me better than my own blood. <laughs> and that's okay. I mean, I had to change my viewpoint and understanding that it's okay to be not apologetic for the life choices I have made for myself and to not beat myself up about it. But I also want to say this, like I'm not the person in my life that um, I'm not first to cut you out of my life. I have never been that person to be like the first go to like you did something wrong, I'm cutting you out. I'm keeping it pushing. I'm keeping it moving. I'm that type of person. I will take your offense after offense after offense trying to salvage our relationship because I don't want to cut those ties. And I always believe there is always greater in people. You know, people don't really mean it. They don't mean to treat you wrong. They don't mean to do all these things to you. But at the end of the day, I had to change my perspective and I had to say, no, enough is enough. And I have to cut these ties because now you're basically interrupting my peace. And the last thing I want is for my peace to be interrupted. 
That's the last thing I want. I don't want my peace to be interrupted because when you let people interrupt your peace, they're not just messing with you physically. They messing with your mental. They messing with your emotional and they messing with your spiritual. Um, I have this saying, if I'm being completely honest, there's the saying that I say to people who come to me and ask for advice and say they done me wrong or I have personally been done wrong. This is what I say. I say, even when a person comes around in your life after you giving them chance after chance after chance and they still have proven themselves not to be trusted, they're a snake. All right. You can say that you have changed. People always want to come up and say they have changed. But let me tell you something about that. A snake can still shed its skin and still be what? A snake. Right. And, you know, my parents was like, well, if you feel some type of way, you know, you should speak up. You should tell people how you feel. And I'm not that type of person who don't speak up. I will tell you how I feel. But I also feel like this. I shouldn't have to vocalize to a person that is theoretically stabbing me to let them know that they are stabbing me because they know what they're doing. If they physically seeing themselves stabbing me, why do I have to say, hey, stop stabbing me. You're stabbing me. They know what they're doing. When someone hurts you, they are making the conscious decision to receive whatever consequence comes after that because they know what they're doing is wrong. So if they know they're doing something, they know they're going to get a reaction out of you, whether it's a positive one, whether it's a negative one, you're going to get a reaction. Some may retaliate, but for me, I just disconnect. I disconnect and I leave it to God because I'm just a strong believer in whatever you dish out. You're going to get it back. And it's this big thing called karma. All right. If you spew in negativity and hatred and maliciousness and all that mess into the world, all that mess into people's lives, it's going to come back to you. You may be sipping on the, the sweetness of roses and dandelions and all that, but your time and season will come when it will bite you in your behind. So I'll be like, you know what? I ain't even got to get them back because God's going to handle it for me and life is going <laughs> to give them what they deserve and you know I do pray for grace and mercy because at the end of the day I'm not perfect and I feel like maybe I have done some things to make make somebody feel some type of way but at the end of the day I try my best not to and I try my best to apologize and I try to move on and you know when you do decide to you know take that peace for yourself it's funny how when you reach that place of peace in your life, the devil always tries to come and pop in to interrupt your peace. And I'm speaking it on this platform. Don't let him. Don't let him. Because I'm going to tell you what the devil do. His main focus is to steal, kill, and destroy and to unalign you from your purpose of walk wherever you're trying to get to in life within yourself and within God. So don't let him. Because your blessings are coming. And you know your blessings are coming 10 times greater because for some odd reason, when you know you're about to receive what you're about to receive, why life and pressures and struggles become harder? Why does it feel like everything is coming down on you? But I will tell you this, continue to praise God, continue to give God that validation. <laughs> it says in God's word, don't just praise him for the good things, praise him even in the now, praise him when you're going through, because it's going to show the devil like whatever he got caught up his scheme, whatever he planning to do to you is not prevailing. It's not going to change your mood. It's not going to shift you out of your alignment and your purpose that you want and desire for yourself as well. What God wants and wants you to desire. 
So, okay, God, whatever the devil's trying to uproar, uproar in my life, God, I'm going to still praise you. God, I'm going to still thank you. God, whatever life throws at me, because we always be giving credit too much to the devil. And sometimes it don't even be the devil. It just be life. God, I thank you. God, I praise you. God, I thank you for waking me up another day. God, I thank you for letting me be able to breathe. God, I thank you for the active use of my limbs. God, I thank you. God, I praise you. God, I glorify you. God, I honor you. We have to give God that praise, regardless of where up, regardless of where down because if you want a million dollars you'll be like thank you jesus so you need to have that same mentality that same energy when you are going through things in life say thank you jesus the tears you are sowing will be heard by god the work that you are putting in will be seen by god God knows and sees all. And it's not that he doesn't want to intervene when life trumps you and beats you down to the ground, but it's not his sole responsibility to always do that because you're not going to learn. You're not going to learn. If everything in your life is lolly, lolly, da, lolly, lolly, dee, you're going to be oblivious to certain things and you're not going to be able to understand how to persevere. Why? Because God is going to always be intervening. God is going to be always stepping in. But I tell you one thing, he is always with you like he says in his word because he did, He woke you up the next day. He made sure whatever situation, whatever trauma, whatever abuse that you was going through within your family, friends, relationships whatever that you came out alive and that you are not dead so we have to praise God because like I said in our past episode the opportunity God is about to place something in our laps in our hands in our forefront in our environment I don't know what it is but I feel it so heavy and he's about to blow our minds so praise him in the now. Praise him regardless if you whatever you're going through. Praise him in the now. Because when that blessing hits your forefront and your cup started to run over, honestly speaking, I would look back on this moment and say, I have came a long way. And God, I thank you. God, I praise you. God, I glorify you for just getting me out. When you have that positive mindset, don't become distracted. Don't let nothing or no one take you off of your game. Stop letting people interrupt your peace. And let me tell you something. If you haven't heard anything I said on this episode, but I pray that you did, because I know that you did. Let me let me give you this takeaway. Let me have you thinking real quick. If you do not let strangers, all right? If you do not let strangers or people who know little to none about you not disrespect you, why is it okay to let your family do it? I would even go out on a limb and say, I don't even care if it's my parents. Toxicity is not okay in any shape or form. And if we stay connected to it, we are basically digging ourselves in a long rabbit hole of generational toxicity. Our family, that it is okay to hurt our physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual state, all because of one solid connection to one another, which is blood, marriage, or whatever. Please make it make sense, because it don't. We have to make that conscious choice to stop this generational toxicity because I did and I'm okay. So I'm telling you, you can do it and you'll be okay. Don't stop latching on. I don't know if it's because you're lonely. I don't know if it's because of the, a desire of some sort, but it's okay to let go. The crazy odd thing enough about it, even when and when you want to desire a relationship with just your family or whoever, you know, when you remove yourself out of that situation, it's like you can exhale. It's like, uh, 
because you're not in that environment anymore. And they will try to draw you back in because maybe they're not happy within themselves or maybe they feel as though you deserve something to them, but you don't. Like, you cannot talk me back into an unsafe and unwelcoming environment all because we're family. And, you know, it's mind-blowing to me and kind of comedic that we let these things last for so long because people always be like, well, you know, that's that's your family. That's your family. That's your family. Okay, praise God, hallelujah. But that don't mean I have to sit here and keep getting abused and ridiculed and broken down just because they're my family. Because at the end of the day, if we remove blood, we're all just human and we are all flawed. We all make mistakes. And when those cases are happening, and like I said, we don't let strangers or people to little to none know anything about us not do it. Why is it okay that they get a pass? It's not. And, you know, I want to point this out there also. When you do decide to remove yourself, it is not your job. It is not our job to expose the mess that may be going on in our family to be like oh you're toxic and you're this and you're that and I know what you did in your past and all this other stuff that's not your job that's not your job when I'm telling you to better yourself and to heal from family toxicity your job is to protect yourself and your peace it's not your job to point out the flaws in life that's not your job they got to answer to God one way or another, just like I got to answer to God one way or another. So that's not your job. Your job is to protect who you are as a person. Your job is to protect your peace. Your job is to protect yourself. Your job is to protect your sanity, to protect you. And everything else that's not aligned within your purpose or what God has desired for you, he will make a way for you to disconnect. He will make a way for you to get out of that mess. But you have to make that conscious decision to disconnect. Like, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> I'm over it. And, you know, I always say this, and I can be talking about stuff sometimes. And, y'all, when I talk about topics, it's to hit a whole broader scope. It's not always, like, yes, I say when I talk on topics, I sometimes relate or, you know, something that God be speaking through me. But I always say, you know, people always try to <laughs> victimize themselves, right? And I feel as though you hearing this conversation and the shoe is fitting or it's getting a little tight, it's getting a little tight on you because you know you are that person, all right, that's been causing this traumatic experience for people. Stop victimizing yourself and deflecting it onto others about the internal and external, external healing that needs to be done within you. Okay, the biggest, uh, okay, the biggest accomplishment, accomplishment that you can do for yourself is acknowledging your flaws, acknowledging where you are and who you are as a person currently and growing from that and saying, you know what, I'm not going to be this person anymore. Like, yes, my whole entire life has given me factors on basically giving me an escape code to say, oh, I, I'm supposed to be this person because I didn't have these resources and I didn't have this and I didn't have that. No, 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 no. Life comes from what you make of it. It really do. Because when my parents tell me about their childhood and how they had to grow up and struggle and everything else, they did not stay bound in the low demographics of life. They want it better for themselves so they can get out. They want it better for their kids. So we wouldn't have to experience that. They just want it better. So 
imagine if they said within themselves no i'm not going to prevail i'm just going to use because i lack resources i'm okay and i'm confident in staying where i am no prevail out of that you are not your environment you are not that you are not the product of a crack baby you're not a product of a drug dealer you're not a product of an abuser you're not a product of none of that like that may be your story but that's not your story that may be what you were involved in but that's not who you are So do some searching. When you do that searching and you realize that you have not been living your best life, that you have not been doing the best things that you should have been doing for yourself, it's okay to acknowledge that and grow from that. Because nobody is perfect. I'm not even perfect. I have my moments. I can be hot-headed at times. Somebody can say something to me and I'll be quick to snap. And I've really been working on that. I've been working on my faces, facial expressions and everything else. But let me tell you something. One thing I can say about myself, and people can vouch for me on this, I do not walk through life intentionally trying to cause harm on anybody. I'm just trying to grow within myself. And if I may have done something to stir you or move you the wrong way, I'm big enough to say I'm sorry. Whether you received that apology from me or not, that's on you. But I moved on and I'm sorry. And I'm going to keep pushing to do what? Be the best version of me. Overall, do not feel bad within yourself because you made the conscious decision to protect your peace. So you had to let people go. Yes, I can be cordial. So you can be cordial. But as to, say, make a deeper connection than that, I think not. And if you become blessed to receive an apology from someone who has maybe did you wrong or something or whatever, you can accept it and still move on. Because I think a lot of people think just because an apology, that means connection and we're going to be all buddy, buddy. That does not mean that. That means whoever apologized to you, reflected on the inflictions they may have caused you in their life and they trying to do better for themselves. And that's fine. But move on from that. But if God, you know, I will also say this because sometimes people can apologize for you and it is meant for you to receive them back into your life. So I'm not saying every time somebody do you wrong, you just cut the cord and keep it pushing. If you know within your heart of hearts that they're supposed to come back in your life and God has been moving on your heart of hearts to let them come back in your life. I do not discourage the reconnection, but I will say walk in that situation with your guard up And also making sure that you are prayed in and tuned in and listening to God to order your steps with that person. Because if it's really supposed to happen, it's going to happen. It it will. Be cautious with that. That's all I got to say. Be cautious with that one. We all can not become the products of unhealthy living from our family and become a positive light. That's my overall take. I do believe that we can detach and we can be the, not saying like, the weight of the family of generational traumas and stuff has to be weighed on you as an example. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is you can detach from that and become the positive light that maybe your parents weren't able to do, that maybe your friends weren't able to do, that maybe your siblings or whoever weren't able to do. You can be that positive light. We can never change the past, but we can create a healthy present for ourselves and a phenomenal future. So make that conscious decision. Say, man, I'm sorry. I get it that we family, but you toxic. 
and I can't. And you ain't even got to verbally say that to them. Just, just you know, take your one foot out. You put your left foot in. You take your left foot out. You put your right foot in. We don't shake it all about. We taking right foot out. We take our right arm out. We just do it piece by piece by piece by piece. We're, we're taking these things out so we can protect our peace, so we can guard our hearts. So we can become the best version of ourselves because if we stay in toxic environments, there will be no room for us to grow at all. Because every time we have like a stem growing or a leaf or a sprout pushing out the cracks, somebody's always coming to rip it out. So we have to make that conscious decision. I'm changing my lifestyle for the better. And if God makes it happen that my family connection can grow stronger or whatever the case may be, then that's on him. But for me, I'm <laughs> my mindset is I just want to create a healthy present and a phenomenal future for myself. And we all should want to create a healthy present and a phenomenal future for ourselves. And that's on what? Period. <laughs> Well, you guys, I think it's time to wrap up today's episode. And I hope you received everything I had to get off my chest because I know it was a lot. But I am walking away and not bound to the things that don't define me because we really shouldn't let anyone or anything interrupt our peace. And I mean that. You have no obligation to them, only to yourself and God. I don't care who it is. Cut it out because you are we are bigger than that you are we are worth greater than that and if no one has told you this today i love you and god loves you and telling you to not forget to like share your thoughts in the comment section share and tag a friend share or tag a friend whichever one you want to do it could be a friend, cousin, sister, whoever. <laughs> and make sure your post notifications are turned on for the next episode. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel by searching up Lydia's Chronicles. Lydia's Chronicles, L-Y-D-I-A apostrophe S-C-H-R-O-N-I-C-L-E-S. Lydia's Chronicles, and that's the space between Lydia's and Chronicles. And subscribe, like, and comment so I know that you found me on my YouTube because y'all know y'all want to do all that because y'all love me because I'm your sister friend because it's not the next one but other than that I'm going to repeat it again this is your sister friend cousin daughter next door neighbor and homie Lydia signing off until we meet again P.S. 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 We must always remember the end game here is to grow to be the best version of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually with who? With God, y'all. I love you, SBCs, and until we meet again, bye.